Hey guys, it's me, P. And me, S. And you're listening to the Girl on Girl podcast. But it's not what you think. But also, it's kind of what you think. Okay, here's the deal. My name is Persis. I'm queer, Indian, femme, and a little over five feet tall. And my name is Sarah. I'm straight, white, cis, and a proud ginger. Every episode, we're going to talk about sexuality from a queer perspective, from a straight perspective, and what it means to find the fluidity between the two. We're going to talk about taboos, labels, dating, awkward moments, pop culture icons. We're also going to talk safe sex, self-discovery, discrimination, and what it means to be a queer minority. Purse, you know what? I wish. What do you wish, Sarah? I wish that you were my cuff. Aww. I wish you were my cuff. I mean, we could be each other's cuffs if we wanted to. We always say that, but it's not like the cuff. It's not the kind of cuff I want. No, it's like not a not a handcuff, more of like a... <laughs> the cuff in my jeans, like at the um, bottom of my... Oh, yeah. Like at the bottom yeah, of my yeah, legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my you know feet, by my feet. <laughs> Ironically, I, whenever people talked about cuffing season, which in case y'all didn't figure it out, jumping right out of the gates here, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Whenever people talked about cuffing season, I always thought about pants cuffing. Oh. This is so stupid. I can't believe I'm admitting this. I never tied it to handcuffs. I only tied it to cuffs on pants which makes no sense why would it be the cuffs I, on pants? if i can be honest too i never thought of it as like handcuffs i don't even know what i thought i just thought cuffing was just like a word for coming together oh okay so we don't actually know the origin of the term no should we look it up i mean well it's probably handcuffing right because you find someone that you love and then you you're cuffed to them for the season you're handcuffed you're yeah just for the season it could also be like a sexy thing too. It could be. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. But according to Google, this is the exact term. So when you search like what is cuffing season, this is what Miss Google says. Okay. So cuffing season is something to do during the cold, dark months. It refers to a period of time <laughs> where single people begin looking for sharp. I don't know why the first sentence killed me. Okay, yeah, something to do. <laughs> it's, it is something to do. It is something um, to do. It refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short-term partnerships to pass the colder months of the year. Cuffing season usually begins in October and lasts until just after Valentine's Day. Okay, so Valentine's Day comes around, everyone's like cute, 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 and then they break up. Yeah. Okay, um... That is what I thought cuffing season was. However, I don't think I realized that it was specifically about short-term relationships, but that definitely makes sense considering it's only for the colder months. I used to always think too, it was just like everyone's getting into relationships. But after I was doing a little bit more research on like the science behind cuffing season, it is to kind of like have your temporary fix and then you want to like be single again. For the summer. The summer and the cool spring. For the summer. Don't tell your mother. Um, guys, I just have to give Persis a shout out because she did all the research and prep for this episode and she is going to be teaching me all about cuffing season. So nothing we talk about was my doing, okay? All the credit is Percy Buns. Percy Bunsy Bears only. Percy Bunsy Bears. <laughs> okay. I'll be doing the rest of the episode. Now, cuffing season. There is a formal timeline for cuffing. There isn't. Sarah cannot do this. Oh. There isn't a formal timeline. <laughs> I read it wrong. I thought they said there was. But isn't there? Because, okay, actually, no, sorry. You, you go ahead. You teach me. Okay, so there isn't like a formal timeline, but usually it's like it starts in October. You know, the colors of the leaves are changing. We're feeling a little nostalgic. Uh, Taylor Swift's Red Album is playing on repeat. 10-minute all too well. Just in in my mind, rent-free at all times of the day. Yeah. 
You know what? It's October Taylor's version, and we're all feeling lovey-dovey oh, around I like this time. That. Okay, I like that, Persis. I mean, I actually really relate to this because when the holidays start to approach or you're getting into like the colder weather, I do start to feel a mix of emotions. It's like I'm either feeling really happy and feeling refreshed and a little nostalgic, or I could be feeling a little bit lonely. Because summer is such a time where you're socializing a lot, you're going out, the the weather's warmer, so you just feel like you want to go out more. But when it starts to get cold, sometimes I just want to cozy up in my apartment. Yeah, and when you're cozying up in your apartment, you'd prefer to be cozying with someone, if possible. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I found this quote from Kate Balestrieri. I'm so sorry, ma'am. I definitely said that wrong. I feel like it's probably balustrieri. 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 What do you guys think? Yeah, let us know. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> um, but she is a, or I'm assuming, I'm going to say they are a PhD licensed psychologist and certified sex therapist. And Kate says, partners who may not necessarily feel a long-term connection may find themselves continuing to spend time together even though they believe their relationship is not necessarily a forever relationship. I get that. I've been in that before. Where you feel like you kind of know it might not be the one or the one. You know what I mean? Like long term. Yeah. But you still enjoy each other's company. So you'll like continue. And especially when it's like cuffing season rolls around. Totally. Yeah. I, I feel like. Um, we've talked about this, I think, once or twice on the pod. Short-term relationships can be very valuable and can give you – can you can leave that short-term relationship having gained so much, This maybe even the same amount as a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. I totally feel that. I guess my only thing is that I wonder – I think I'm just making this personal because I'm someone who usually knows – not necessarily if it's going to be like long term, I guess, but well, I guess it's kind of the same thing. Like you could still really enjoy spending time with someone, but no, it's not going to be long term. So never mind. Scratch what I was going to say, because I guess I can relate to that. <laughs> I've done that. Purse was trying to be different <clears throat> and unique. And then she realized like... she's just like every other bitch. <laughs> Single bitch. Single bitch. <laughs> We're all the same. But during the fall and winter months, people who would normally rather be single or promiscuous find themselves along with the rest of the world desiring to be cuffed or tied down by a serious relationship. Tied down, huh? Tied tied down and like literally tied to my bed. My bed. Yeah, I know. That's why I said bed it straps. in that like sexy voice. What sexy voice? My, Was that you? The- <laughs> Yeah, was that not sexy? I said it sexily. I said, hold on, clear my throat. I said, tied down, huh? Oh, you sounded normal to me. Oh, okay. Um, Moving on. (laughs) Um, But essentially, people tend to enter committed temporary relationships thanks to the cozy stay-at-home vibes this time of year. And, oh, Sarah, this answered our question. The name cuffing season is from being handcuffed with whom you're committed for the time being. And this is according to Kate, our lovely sex therapist. Amazing. Okay, cool. I wonder if cuffing season exists in places where it's warm all year round. That's a good question. Oh, I don't – we should look into that, but I'm going to just guess right now. Like, maybe that's not really a thing. Yeah, because I think – the holidays are what you were saying about the holidays being like a nostalgic kind of sad or lonely time for a lot of people including me as much as I love the holidays I think that can be a big part of cuffing season so maybe it's possible that even if it's warm where you live the holidays and the aspect of the holidays coming around still makes you want to cuff up with somebody because you feel like you're a little lonely and you want to be you want to have like a boo thing exactly and Actually, um, in the same article, they were saying that you might think that summer and typically like a season of weddings and long weekends 
impromptu parties or barbecues would instill like a similar feeling of being like, oh, I really need a partner yeah. or a plus one. You oh, would that's think a good that, point. Right? I would think that. Yeah, but I didn't think that. But now I do think that. But actually, statistics show the opposite is true. A study investigating seasonal changes in internet searches found that the peaks of keyword keyword searches related to sex and quote-unquote mating behaviors occurred most frequently during winter and early summer. Can someone please tell me who is Googling mating behaviors? Quote-unquote mating behaviors. Who's Googling that? If you are, can you please DM us and tell us like more? I like I like delete my search history. <laughs> <laughs> mating behaviors it just yeah. seems so it seems so unnatural of a way to say it it totally does about mating behaviors i mean i'm not mad i'm just i'm just confused it's easier to feel carefree and optimistic about meeting potential partners when there's more time to spend going out and enjoying sunshine during the warmer months and this is according to heather mazay ASCW and clinical associate with modern intimacy. What's Thanks, ASCW? <laughs> I don't know. Let's I'm, look it up. I'm going to look it up. I have no idea. Academy of Certified Social Workers. Are you sure? <laughs> no, but that's one. Po I mean, that makes sense, right? Social worker. Yeah, but where's the C? Academy of Certified Social Workers. Certified ASCW. Academy of O-A-S-C-W. Okay, hold on. Agent Supported Cooperative Work. All-Star Championship Wrestling. Oh, Heather. There's something you're not telling us. Heather's a wrestler. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, stunning. That Oh, stunning. That really makes so much sense now. I'm glad we looked it up. So, okay. So, Heather... Um, all-star championship wrestler and clinical associate with modern intimacy. <laughs> Heather, we're so sorry if you for some reason stumble upon stumble this episode. Upon this. That'd be crazy. Can you imagine Heather just listens to this episode and heard their name? Like, yeah. <laughs> and us completely incorrectly titling her? They'd unfollow us. I mean, they, sorry. We don't know. We don't know their pronouns. We're trying to be Rihanna right now. <laughs> In that TikTok I sent Sarah. Tell them. Rihanna, I don't know what she was talking about, but she was basically... Boxers. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, in her line. Mm -hmm. She was saying she has boxers available for men, women, non-binary people, anyone with gender appropriation. I'm going to play the clip design some boxer briefs that both men and women and non-binary people of all um, gender appropriations and the pronouns, everyone is included. Yeah, she, I think she's just, you know, saying all the words. She's saying all the words you're supposed to say and, and great, great content. We saw that and we were like, get this woman on the podcast. Rihanna for Girl on Girl 2023. I am manifesting that right now. Yeah, and she's inspiring us to think about the pronouns a little bit more. If we don't know someone's pronouns, we don't assume. assume. So long story short, Heather, they, we don't know what their, what ASCW means for them. But I'm sure it's some sort of like something or other important certification. It's definitely something important, but Heather was basically saying that cuffing relationships usually actually fizzle out when the temperature increases because many people like that warm weather freedom, you know, hot, hot girl summer, hot human summer, hot boy summer. It doesn't lie. I want to rebrand it to hot human summer. Hot human summer. Hot human summer. Yeah, that feels good. I love hot human summer. I definitely feel this way when the warm weather comes around i'm like let me out of my cage baby mm -hmm. and it's interesting how you you want to seek other people too it's just it's more common that when the weather's out or when the weather's out when the, when the weather's warm <laughs> the weather's always out when the weather's warm 
It really is always out. That's actually a really insightful point of view, Paris. Yeah, it is. That's pretty... uh, Pretty deep. Pretty deep. Deep as the ocean. So what, are people breaking up with their temporary cuffs? Um, what do you mean? Are they breaking up with their winter cuff and then going out to embrace the warm weather and meet their new booze? I think so. I think so. But if I really liked my winter cuff, I definitely wouldn't leave them for the the warm weather. Me too. If I really liked my winter cuff, I would be... I would keep them. them. Yeah, and then we could like have a great summer together. But you and I are lovers. Yeah, we are certified lover girls. We really are. Maybe that's the certification that Heather has. Certified lover human. Yeah, that's what it looks like. (laughs) Just mixed up just somewhere in the in the letters. I that is all very interesting. I definitely learned some stuff about cuffing season just then yeah and even just like the psycho like the psychology behind it you know those feelings of nostalgia of wanting romance around this time and I wanted to get into this too because I feel like it's a little bit of my personal take but sometimes people may feel like there is a pressure to be in a relationship around the holidays even if you are happily single yes yeah I think that's a huge hugely relatable experience it is and it's interesting that we're talking about this now because I've recently been feeling very good within myself and feeling um really comfortable confident like it's not like every day but I've been doing so much work through therapy and I want to give a shout out to my therapist I won't say her name for privacy but you know let's give her a code name let's give your therapist a code name have we done that yet no. Okay. You should name her something. You should do the honors. Okay. I'm going to name her Lo. Like Lo Bosworth low from, from the Hills? Like Lo from the Hills. Like I Hate Lo from the Hills Facebook group that I was in when I was 13 years old. <laughs> yes. Guys, I when stand I was low. 13, I for some reason didn't like Lo from the Hills. And so I joined a Facebook group. Do you guys remember when like – you would join Facebook groups like that. It was called I Hate Low from the Hills. And it was just like a bunch of people talking about how they didn't like Low. It was really mean. Um, and I really regret joining it. And Low, I'm, I'm really sorry I joined it. I was just like a stupid kid. You know, that's why I'm trying to like give Low, you know, a little bit of like a reintroduction and introduce Low as my therapist because we love Low from the Hills. Yeah, give Low the credit that the name deserves. How many people were in that group? I don't know. I mean, in my memory, hundreds, maybe thousands. <laughs> what? I don't know. It was like this big group, Facebook group. Oh, that's sad. And I'm pretty sure that the profile photo for the group was like a picture of Lo with like a big red circle with a line through it over her face. <laughs> Who makes this stuff? Facebook was mean back then. I feel like it actually, really was. it's probably even meaner now. Probably. I don't even I don't even look for groups anymore. We're of the times. We are of the times. We are modern. We are current. We are fabulous. Fabulous. That is, that is simple my simple request. But giving a shout out to Lo, I have been doing a lot of work through therapy over the past year. I'm almost going to be hitting my year. Oh, I would have hit my year actually from starting it. Yay. Happy anniversary. Thank you, baby. I've been trying to be very mindful of who I attract into my life romantically and what kind of partner I see myself with. But obviously over the years, I've discovered like I'm a very lovey-dovey gal. I guess not over the years. Like I think I've known for... No, I think that's accurate. I think that's accurate. I've known for a while, but I think especially over the past few years, I've realized that like a one-on-one like monogamous relationship is really important to me. I just think in my experiences, it's been a lot of casual stuff, a lot of going with the flow and me not always like actually sticking by what I want because I'm just really into the person and I yeah. want to like, you know, you just be go with, with what I want to be with them and like I enjoy my time with them. So do what kind of suits them. Do whatever they say and make sure they're happy because you don't want to lose them. Well, now I'm 27 and I actually 
not to age myself because I know 27 is so young. So for anyone who thinks I'm going to age myself, I'm not. I'm just saying that I'm not dating for like a casual time anymore as maybe I would have when I was like in my early 20s. Now, now when I'm dating, I'm a bit more intentional and I'm actually looking for someone that I could potentially like, you know, build something with or like have something long term. But it's been rough over the past couple months. And I think like I've been feeling a little frustrated. And I wonder if this cuffing season has kind of made me feel pressured because I've had frustrations that I'm single. I, I don't mean to say that I haven't had that. But I think like comparing me in the summer and comparing me now was very different. Like in the summer, I was like, you know what? I'm truly allowing the universe to just do its thing. It's fine. But lately I've been like using my apps a lot more because like I'm trying to like see who's out there and it's been tough. And I had a friend over last night and I made her dinner and we were like both on our dating apps and she was looking through mine and she honestly said, Persis, like, it's hard for you. I'm sorry. And I was like, it's tough. And I don't know what it is. Even for her, it's been tough. I just think around this time, I'm thinking about like family stuff I have coming up. And then is someone going to ask me like, you know, an extended family member? Oh, are you in a relationship yet? And totally. And also having a, you know, you only have one sibling and this sibling is married to the most amazing person and they have this like incredible relationship and they have a, a kid and like being the single one in the family basically can it weigh on you a lot, even if you pretend that it doesn't. It weighs on me a lot because that's kind of always been me. Like I'm always the single girl in my family. And of course I've had experiences, but it's nothing, nothing has been able, has been serious enough for me to like take home to my family and for them to like meet my partner. Yeah. So except for me, except for you, but yeah. it's just, I'm not going to lie. Like, I think it's been pretty tough and I feel lonely. Like I am a busy person and I like stay busy with like things I have going on, but I saw another article that was like, are you just busy or are you lonely? And I, was I like, think I saw that article. That is a, that's a, that question cuts deep, dude. I think we all would actually benefit from stopping for a second and, and asking ourselves that question. Yeah. And I told my therapist this low. I was like, I have so much fulfillment in many areas of my life. Like I consider myself to be a very lucky person and I'm very grateful. Like I have incredible friendships. I have a really, really good family. I have a job where I'm able to like pay for my own place in Toronto. But I, I was being so honest with Lo where I'm like, I'm not trying to like um, seem ungrateful. But I said, I just really have a rough card when it comes to love and relationships like, and I'm, I don't know why it's, but that's, we've talked about this on the pod. This is something I really care about. And I put a lot of value into romantic relationships and it just never really works for yeah. Lil P. Yeah. Lil P has been unlucky in love. And I don't think that's ungrateful at all for you to be upset about that. You should be talking about it as much as you can, because the more you talk about it, the better you're going to be able to process all the feelings you're feeling, which is exactly what you're doing with low. But no, the fact of the matter is you have had a really rough go. It has just never worked out for you. And the frustrating part is it's not for lack of trying. It's not for lack of like um, staying in touch with who you are, what you want. Like you have always been very open and very willing and very honest in all of your romantic situations and it's almost every single time it's been the other person who has like been the reason why something didn't work out and that's even more frustrating because you can't even blame yourself you can sometimes obviously like we and I do you like do yeah yeah like there's things maybe I it's like I sometimes should know what I'm getting into because to be fair there's many situations I've chosen to like be around with unavailable people Totally. Like I've chosen to like pursue unavailable people. Yes. Yes. And knowing that it wouldn't work out and knowing that it would hurt you. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just think that you should, you should complain about this as much as you want to and talk about it because like you said, romance 
and partnership is very high on your list of things you value and things you want. If it was something you didn't really care about that much or think about, that's a different story. But it's not ungrateful to be like, this is some, this is the thing I want more than anything, and it's been really hard for me to get, and that is frustrating, and it really hurts. Yeah. Yeah, and I like – it's it's nice to talk about it because I feel like many people feel this way. But the other thing with me is that I can be very discerning. Like, I don't know how to word this, but it's not that I'm like judging people or I won't like go for someone because they're not like my my type in quotes or something. It's just that it's usually like an energy thing I feel with someone where I get really excited and Sarah knows this. And sometimes that can be like hard to find, but I also have to recognize that things take time and sometimes things like take some time to grow. So that's something I'm also working on through therapy. It would be interesting even just as an experiment for yourself to like keep dating someone even if that like insane energy thing isn't flashing like a like flashing right off the bat. Do you know do you know what I mean by flashing? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but you know what I mean? Um and just see what happens. See if something develops. And if it doesn't, that's fine. Then, yeah. you know, you you can be honest with the person. But it would be interesting to try, you know, if you're on a few dates and you're like, I like them, but I'm not feeling like crazy. And just see what happens. Yeah. Things develop. Yeah, you're right. But also, I definitely have faith. And I've always said this, that the that it's been so hard for you for a reason. Like, I, I believe everything happens for a reason. I know you believe that too. And I think that this really difficult journey you've been on throughout your entire 20s, it's going to pay off in like an incredible, loving, amazing <laughs> relationship. I just feel it. I'm like, I know this is how all happening for, to Persis for a reason. She has to go through this bullshit so she can get to like the thing beyond what she's even imagining, beyond what she could even dream of. Like it's Aww. coming. And I, it, I don't know. Like I don't know. My intuition – is probably just BS, but it feels like it's like a person in her 30s kind of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe 20s is your unlucky in love era. And then it's 30s Persis's version. And she's just (laughs) thriving. And I'm at her wedding and I'm dancing. (laughs) And I'm drinking champagne under the stars. And I'm crying. You're going to be crying. You're going to be crying. Okay. I'm crying in my vision and I'm wearing a green langa and I am just twirling. <laughs> you're I'm not twirling. like in the, you're not like with everyone. You're just by yourself. I'm alone. I'm alone. Or you know what? Maybe I'm twirling with my cute Your partner. partner. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's my vision personally. And I think it's accurate. I mean, I always say this too. I think all of this is happening for a reason. And I think there were many things I needed to learn and I needed to grow up. And I need, there were so many things I did as a young 20 year old, 20 <laughs> to 27 now, I guess. But like, you know, I needed to learn a lot. And I've even through my sexuality and stuff. So I, I feel like I'm ready for it. And I'm trying to attract, not chase. That's my biggest thing. Like, do not chase because I'm such a doer that sometimes like I just want to make things happen but then other times I'm like no Paris just like chill you know I gotta tip my hat to low because you are talking like someone who does therapy you're talking like someone who know who has done the work and who is like dug deep and figured out what the hell is going on inside and I'm just so proud of you for I all year you have been it's just like a different process. Like you've been so, yeah, so much happier with yourself, really loving yourself and enjoying your time. Like actually enjoying being single, I think, in a lot of ways. I do. Um, but it makes perfect sense. Back to cuffing season. That the colder weather is here, you're spending more time inside, you're spending more time alone. And these feelings that you can't push away because they're such a big part of who you are, of wanting a partner, are seeping through the cracks. But that's okay, too. I think that's okay to feel that way. I think it's okay to feel that way. Sometimes it makes me feel excited because I'm like, there's the potential. Like, sometimes there's a fun there's a fun feeling of being like, who's out there? 
Like, I wonder who's going to like make me feel all giddy inside. Like who's going to come around next? That's always like a fun feeling. Who's on the invisible string? Who is on my invisible string? We'll see. It's, it's such an, ex- I think about this sometimes when I'm like going out for the night with friends or something, like we're going to a show or a bar or something. And I'm like, it's just this little twinkle of like, who knows who I could meet here? Yeah. Who knows who might be around the corner, who I might run into, whatever, you know, like it's very exciting. It is. And it, and I'm feeling optimistic. I mean, sometimes, yes, I feel like a little lonely. I do, but, but it's not like a, it's not like a bad thing. I think it's, I think it's okay that I'm feeling this way. I think it's good because it's telling you something. It's telling you that you really value not just people around, but like real, a real relationship, a very connected, deep relationship with someone. That's it. That's why I'm not into casual anymore. Like me in the summer was totally saying I'm okay with casual. Not now, baby. Guys, listener, I feel like the listeners are probably like losing their minds right now because they're like, Persis is looking to cuff and I could be the cuff. Do you know how many people listening are like, I wish I could be Persis's cuff? And maybe you could slide into her DMs. Hey, my Slip DMs are and open. and slide on in there. Slip and slide. This is called a dating. This this was um about cuffing season, but it's really a <laughs> dating show for me. For Persis. This whole podcast has been a dating show for Persis. Let's be honest about that. We can we've, be honest We've about had it. multiple guests hit on Persis after the fact. We're not going to name any names. Okay? But it's happened. So, you know... It's happened at Girl on Girl Headquarters. We need HR. HR has been like, oh, inappropriate. And we've been like, we don't care. (laughs) Keep it coming. Keep the, keep the, keep coming on to Persis. That is my motto. (laughs) Oh my God. We need to go out. flirty with Percy. We need to tear up the town, Sarah. You and me. Yeah. It's been so long since we've torn up the town. Oh, let's do it. We should when we see each other this month. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, we're going to see each other this month, you guys. We're so excited. We're going to have a whole Sarah and Persis day. Yes. I was, well, I've, been, I've been re-watching The Hills lately because it's cuffing season and I'm bored. And um, there's it's like at the beginning of the series when um, Heidi starts dating Spencer and, and Lauren doesn't like it. And Heidi is like not making time for Lauren and all this stuff. And Lauren's complaining about how she's like, me and Heidi are supposed to have like a Lauren and Heidi day, but every day used to be Lauren and Heidi day. (laughs) (laughs) And she's all sad about it. And I was like, relatable. Every day used to be Sarah and Persis day. It did. Oh my God, it did. And now we have to schedule a Sarah and Persis day. One day. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be very Christmassy. It is. It's gonna be a it's gonna be its own Hallmark movie. Aw, what would we call it? It would be called Girlies. Um, something with the sleigh. Sleigh. Um, sleigh babies. Sleigh babies. <laughs> I kind of like it. Kind of creeps me out, but I kind of like it at the same time. Let's keep it. Before we move on to the next section, Sarah, I just wanted to ask you, because I got a little personal about my thoughts on cuffing season. What are your thoughts on cuffing season? Or do you like have any opinions on it? I have I have opinions. I think um, I think I totally get why cuffing season exists. I get why people feel the pressure to find a cuff, even if they're single or happily single. I have had many cuffing seasons where I have felt the pressure to have a cuff and felt really sad that I didn't have one. But I will say that this cuffing season, I am the furthest I've ever been from feeling pressured to have a partner. I really don't feel the pressure this year. And I think it's because I've done a lot of work to be happy with myself, just like you. I think we've both done that this year. And it just kicked in for me maybe like four months ago. It finally kicked in all this work that I've been doing. making myself feel happy with myself and so I'm kind I'm really loving being single right now 
So I'm not feeling any pressure. I'm also really lucky to not have people in my life who pressure me in that way. I I really can't remember the last time a family member was like, hey, Sarah, like, where's your boyfriend? Like, it, My family's not like that, which, ugh, thank God. And my friends don't do that because most of us are single. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like well, all in it together. Yeah, most people I know. Actually, that's not true. Not most of us. It's half and half. What am I even saying? Half are in a relationship, half are single. But yeah, I'm just not feeling any pressure this year and that feels really good. A big part of it probably is that, have we announced this on the pod? Like, Not officially. No, we should probably announce it actually. Okay. Let's just announce it now and then move on to the next section. I am breaking up with Persis for four months, for cuffing season. Yeah, for cuffing season. Sarah's leaving me, which is so rude. I'm doing like the opposite of cuff I'm breaking I'm breaking off the cuff I'm unlocking it and throwing away the key because I am going on my dream backpacking trip across South Asia and I am leaving in January and then coming back in May so guys I'm going to be gone for four months and I can't record while I'm on the road because it's going to be too complicated so that means you're going to get a lot of solo purses time a lot of solo purses interviews which I think are going to be all incredible incredible and basically no Sarah. Um, I mean, Oh, it's going to be sad. We can check in. I'm sure we can do like little check-ins while I'm away, right? We could even do like an IG live or something with you. If you find, if you have a day where you're like, oh, purse, I actually have like good reception or good Wi-Fi, like at this place I'm in, we can hop on an IG live. That would be so fun. I am so game. Um and we do have some, we're going to have some interviews backlogged, so it's not going to be like only purses. There's going to be a little bit of me from uh, from the past into the future. Oof. But I just want to say thank you to Persis for allowing me to be free for these four months and to give me my space and my time to be alone and away um, so I can come back and our relationship can be stronger than ever. Exactly. And guys, sometimes that's what you need to do, right? You need to set your baby free, so... Mm-hmm. That's what I'm do. What do they say? They say, they say, if you love something, set it free. Yes. And that, but then what's the end of it? If it comes back to you, it's meant to be. <laughs> if it no. doesn't, it wasn't. <laughs> if you love something, set it free. Oh, we got to look this up. I'm now. Googling it because this is actually literally what we're doing. If you love something, set it free. If it comes back, it's yours. If not, it never was. Okay, so if I come back from this trip, <laughs> I'm yours. Exactly. And if I just never come back and I live there, then I'm, I was never yours, baby. You were never mine. <laughs> and then I'll have to book more sessions with Lo. I don't know if I agree with this saying, to be honest, but um, that's where I'm going to be next year. So if y'all are like, Sarah, where the hell are you? That's where I am. Um, and I'm going to miss you all so much. I'm going to miss doing the podcast, but I will be back in full swing starting in May and we're going to hit the ground running as soon as I get back. Maybe like when you come back, that'll be like our season four. Okay. I think that's a good idea. You can even like take April off if you want to have a little break. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how I'm feeling because maybe I'll be on a flow and like maybe, maybe it'll, I want to it. Oh my gosh. Maybe <laughs> imagine I love it too much. I don't I know. Never. Yeah. Like what I if would... you love it and then you no- never want me to be co-hosting again i kick you off yeah i don't know i can just go from girl on girl to girl we could never girl on girl is only girl on girl (laughs) but i'm gonna miss you guys and if anyone has recommendations for india thailand cambodia vietnam indonesia please dm us and give me your recos i love all the recos they're really helpful so if you have any send them my way Anyway, Purse, you did a little bit of research into how to find your cuff for cuffing season, which is hilarious Um, (laughs) that there's like a how-to guide. But I feel like some of these tips are actually great tips. So what did you find out? I found this from Elite Daily, and it's truly like a blog post all about how to find your cuff for cuffing season before it's too late and it's so (laughs) funny it literally lists like all the things you can do and I was howling at some of these these are so random okay tell us tell us what we do ask a hottie at the bookstore for recommendations 
Perfect. We are coming out swinging. Go to a scotch tasting. <laughs> scotch. Specifically scotch. Okay. I could do that. I could. I'm not a huge scotch girl, but I could suck it up. Something about this article tells me it's very heteronormative. <laughs> I was going to say, I literally was just thinking that. I was like, what gay girl is chilling at the scotch tasting waiting for another cute gay girl to come on, come on into their life? All I'll say is I ain't sipping scotch. Maybe we should start drinking scotch. It's very um, fancy and refined. And we're very fancy and refined people. Well, I just started, well, not just, about a year ago, I did start drinking old fashions. I love old fashions. I was drinking whiskey on the rocks last night. Oh, that's a really, that's like your, um, that's like your sexy drink. Like if yes. Sarah's feeling sexy, she yes. sips on whiskey. That's so true. That <laughs> is do. so true. It really makes me feel, it makes me feel confident and powerful, but Whiskey specifically, because I'm kind of a little bitch when it comes to scotch. Yeah, scotch is – I don't think I could do it. Mm-hmm. And I find it very – not all scotch is peaty, a.k.a. smoky, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is, and I don't I don't like smoky stuff. Mm-mm. I wouldn't like that. I don't know what my sexy drink is. Maybe I mine think, would be an old-fashioned. Yeah, I think your sexy drink is like, um, like a cocktail. Manhattan. Like a boozy cocktail, yeah. I love Manhattans. Yeah, me too. Um, but if you're just like trying to like get into the sexy mood at home, you don't have all the fixins to make a cocktail, then I feel like it's wine for you. It's red wine. Mm-hmm. Sarah knows from experience. Anyway. I was going to say. <laughs> the fact that we both know each other's sexy drink. <laughs> yeah. We spent way too much time together. So the next thing you could do is chat up the person next to you in line. Just like in general, like any line. If you think someone's cute, I guess, chat okay. them up. Yeah, at the grocery store or something, cute. Slide into your crush's DMs. Cool. Love it. I've done that recently. Meet, <laughs> meet someone at Apre Ski at the launch. I just went to my first Apre last weekend, and I am telling you, it was quite the experience. It would be an easy place to meet someone if you wanted to. I feel like it actually really would be. Yeah, yeah. It was a wild apre. I think there's a sliding scale of like how wild you want to get. Ooh, that would be my favorite part. Yeah, because some of the apre is more chill, laid back. This was not. <laughs> mm, this was like a party. This was a party, yeah. Um, They say to meet someone at karaoke. Okay. Guys, I don't know. So that would be kind of tough. They're being so specific. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go to a bar by yourself. Go to a karaoke <laughs> bar and just like, okay, sure, yeah. Oh, go to a bar by yourself is the next suggestion. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. Which I'm not going to do that, but okay, what are you going to say? One of my friends actually met their partner from going to a bar by themselves. Really? For going to a bar by themselves, sorry. Yeah. That's, that's very um, brave. I think to go to a bar by yourself is very brave and, it and is. cool. It's cool. I like this one. Ask your friend to set you up. That is probably the most uh, realistic one on this list so far. But the thing is, I feel like every time you're like, hey, set me up, it's like, if I had anyone good, I would have already passed them off to you. I know. But everyone has different tastes. So it's like, well, I don't like this person, but you might. Yeah. I have some, some heterosexual men in my life who I think would make really good partners and I'm I'm just waiting for the day when I can like set them up with someone. Oh, hey, I know some people you could probably try and set them up with. Are they in Vancouver? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah? Okay. Sure. Sure they're no. in Vancouver. No. They're in Ontario. Actually, yeah, I guess you don't want to do like distance. No disties. um take a ballroom dancing class okay (laughs) yep done next actually go to a speed dating event i almost went to a speed dating event a few months ago and i ended up not going and ever since i've been like i would really love to go to one at some point in the future i kind of wish i went it would be cool to try that yeah very cool 
strike up a conversation with the hot person seated next to you on the airplane. <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of opportunities to do this in the near future. I could actually, I could take this one to heart. Yeah. I really don't like this one. Call up an ex. Toxic, no. toxic behavior. Elite daily. Yeah. No. A girl on girl, we do not condone calling up your ex just because it's cuffing season and you're lonely. You're, just because this you're person's your ex for a reason. Season. There's an X. That's why there's an X. Yeah, that's why it's not X's and O's. It's just X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the X does not stand for kissies. I really like this one. Um, slip your number to the hopperista you talk to every morning. Okay. Why is this article assuming that everyone around me in my daily life is hot? Hot. If that were the case, I'm sure I would have a cuff by now. You know what I'm saying? I always kind of wish, too, that, like, well, I actually go to a cafe very regularly in Toronto, but, and it's usually like the same barista, mm -hmm. but I have to cute? say, no, it's a boy. Mm. There is a cute girl, but like, I don't see, she's not like a, she's not like serving me every morning. It depends. Okay. Like I need like a regular cutie, like a regular cute girl to be serving me every day. I mean, it doesn't have. It doesn't have to be every day, right? Is that like, is that a non-negotiable for Elite Daily? Yeah. Like, okay. You talk okay. to every morning. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's a lot of money spent on coffees. I don't know if I can <laughs> afford this life. I can't either, to be honest. Um, Go to a rando's party. Go to a rando's party. That's actually good advice. As long as you were invited, guys. Yeah. Just yeah. make sure that you were invited. Don't crash someone's party. But that's one of the best ways to meet people. Go to a party where you don't know a ton of people. Bam. It's like a, it's like a serving dish of potential cuffs. It's really good. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. A review of my versus Abraham. <laughs> really Randos good. parties, really good. <laughs> um, use a dating app, and they specifically said Tinder. They suggested Tinder. <laughs> what what year is this article from? I'm gonna yeah. check. They were like, make sure it's Tinder if you want a real. Okay, 2018. That makes sense. So this is our articles from 2018. <laughs> it's not recent. Apparently, the year when everyone who worked anywhere and sat anywhere and stood anywhere around you was hot. Honestly. And Tinder was thriving. Okay, but then, so what's our advice for finding a cuff? Because we have some more sound advice, I would say. I think ours is more sound, that's for sure. And obviously, it's not like that specific because I feel like you can meet people anywhere, basically. But what we will say is try to put yourself out there, but also do not be hard on yourself if if it's a bit of a rough go. I always say, like, try to stay optimistic and stay positive. Yeah. I think that's um, great advice. I also think the first part of it, put yourself out there, is is really great advice in and of itself. Like, don't be afraid to be direct. I'm learning this in my life right now to be more direct when I think someone's cute or whatever. Like, if I Yeah. Want Do you have a specific something? example? No. Oh yeah, okay, interesting. I can't give I can't give any examples into my personal life, guys. It's top secret stuff. I know, it's pretty but secret. I'm trying to be more direct. Yeah, and it's really scary, but it feels really good when you do it. So don't be it afraid does. to like just tell someone if you think they're cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll love that too. If anything, they'll be like, thank you. Who wouldn't like that? That's such a good point. Like, worst case scenario, they say they're not interested or whatever. Fine. You know, I'm rejected. I move on. I'm completely destroyed, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> but at least I pleased them. <laughs> that is not the vibe. I just ruined the vibes. Yes, yeah, they ruined the vibes. Just the kidding. Point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like the little devil on your shoulder being like, don't do it. You're going to get rejected. But the little angel on your shoulder is Persis being like, do it. <laughs> the best could happen. Are we you the angel know. and the devil? Yeah, but I think we inter we're interchangeable. So sometimes you're the angel, sometimes I am. Sometimes you're the devil, sometimes I am. Yeah, because I can be a little devilish. 
Yeah, you can be very um, naughty. (laughs) (laughs) When? I guess I can be naughty naughty and nice. Naughty and nice. This is a festive episode. Actually, I'm just realizing, and, and maybe cut this out, but this episode will likely go live on Boxing Day. It will. I put it in my calendar. Okay, then we should maybe say, like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> to anyone who celebrates. <laughs> we should. Happy holidays. <clears throat> Happy holidays, everyone. We probably should have said it off the top. We're recording this, like, exactly 20 days before Boxing Day. And so we are gazing into the future. Future, future. And we see it's Boxing Day. Boxing Day. And we see that everybody's having a good Christmas. Yeah. And, and it's not that easy. Oh, it's not that easy. <laughs> You're trying to find a little cuff, but then you have had enough. Oh, 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 with the breakdown, because it's Christmas, and I want to get a little cup so I can get a little cozy, 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 in the warm, in the cold, in the cold, cold, <laughs> in the warm. Whoa. Wow, that was really good. We will revisit, revisit that. <laughs> Do you, say, you say we have to revisit that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone should ever revisit that, ever. In fact, I think you should cut it out. No, that's we'll, staying. We'll in. see if Pris cuts it out or not. It's always a a surprise. A surprise. Surprise. <laughs> surprise. Pris just made you sound like an idiot. Exactly. Um, we also <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, another piece of advice to find a cuff this cuffing season is to attend social events during the holidays, aka right now, guys, because hello, it's Boxing Day today, or whenever you're whatever you're listening, it's like the holidays. New well, New Year's, Year's is Eve is coming, coming up. up. The perfect time to kiss a cutie. So attend the events, guys. Go be social. Even if you want to say no, say yes. Because you never know what could happen if you say yes. And stay open to the possibilities. Because anything is possible if you just believe. <laughs> wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> but it is true. Because I feel like sometimes when you're feeling a little low and not optimistic, you might be tempted to say like, oh. I don't want to go to this Christmas party because it is going to be filled with couples or I'm just going to be in the corner drinking my mulled wine in my ugly Christmas sweater feeling sad. But Right. Love mulled wine. But yeah, it's hard to be sad when you have mulled wine in hand. It is really hard to be sad when you have mulled wine. I also think like it's really easy to be pessimistic specifically around New Year's. Because of this freaking midnight kiss thing. I remember feeling a lot of pressure like when I was more like a teen kind of, even in my early 20s, going to a New Year's party and being like, i got to find someone to kiss. Like, if I don't kiss someone, I'm a loser. Yep. But that's not true. No. That's not true. You don't need to kiss someone to be anything or anyone special or whatever. (laughs) Am I making any sense anymore? You are. Because it's true. I always forget that there's certain things that put so much pressure on like love, right? Or kissing or intimacy. Like, yeah, New Year's. Who are you going to kiss at midnight? Even like Valentine's Day. Who are you going to spend <gasps> Valentine's Day with? Oh, I know. Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have heard the song. I mean, it's pretty popular. What are you doing New Year's Eve? Okay. It's so popular. It's kind of silly for me to say. I don't know if you've heard it, but... Um, that just the song came to mind, and I really love that song. Maybe we can play it. We should play it. That's cute. Ah, uh, but I thought I'd ask you just the same. What are you doing, New Year's? New Year's Eve. I I don't think I'm gonna have a New Year's kiss this year. What about you? Because I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm going to be um, like home and I don't, I don't have any like parties. I'm going to be away from all my friends and stuff. I'm going to be, I, I don't think I'll have a kiss either because I'm going to like a whippy house party. Mm, yeah, you, you, def, you def won't have a kiss. And I just don't think there's going to be any prospects for me coming to the party. Unless there's like a surprise prospect, you never know. That's true. That's true. That'd be nice. I, we're, we're telling people to be hopeful. <laughs> and, me, <laughs> and then we're like, we definitely won't have any kisses this year. 
I know. Who's to so, say? Maybe we both will. That's there, true. Uh, I would there's someone to hook me up. Anyway. I know. I want someone to hook me up too. Yeah. Oh well. What's our last piece of advice to find a cuff for cuffing season, Persis? My last piece of advice is do not settle. In all so caps, much... baby. All caps. Yeah, because there's so much pressure. Like, find a cuff before cuffing season's over. Like, find a cuff before it's too late. No, I want to take that back and say no. Like, I, you know, keep putting yourself out there. If you want it, be open to the possibilities. Like, something good will come your way. And this is all, like, assuming if you want to, you know, if you're literally looking up how to find a cuff. But my fear with this is that you would be settling for something, you know? So make sure you just don't settle. Totally, totally. And like we were saying earlier, even if if you like the person, but you're not feeling like, oh, this is like my person for life, I think that's okay to like still, if you're enjoying your time with them and you feel comfortable, you feel safe and all those things, like that's not settling, but it's a kind of like a, oh, I know this isn't going to last forever, but I'm happy. I'm feeling happy in this experience. And that's okay, I think. It's not like, yeah, it's not like don't settle for anything less than the one. But, um, but I, but yeah, I agree. Don't, if you're unhappy in something, don't just like stay in it because it's cuffing season and you want to cuddle someone. Agreed. It's snowy outside. Yeah. What Sarah said is true. Like, of course, if you're happy, can do it. Right. But I just wonder if there's some people who might, they sub, they feel like this pressure. So they'll just stay with something because it, stay with someone, sorry. Because it feels <laughs> something, I don't know. Because it feels <laughs> safe or it feels easy, whatever. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do I that. say no. I say no. And we just love you guys so much. And if, if you have, <laughs> random, um, but we love you. And if you have a cuff, that's awesome. We're happy for you. And if you don't, we're also happy for you. Um, and just we hope everyone's having the most magical holiday season if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah. If you celebrate none of the above, hope you're getting some nice time off maybe from work or something or just enjoying time with family just because. Yeah. Regardless, we just hope you are enjoying this time. And us at Girl and Girl headquarters are so grateful to have done another year of this, Sarah. This is another this, year. Yeah, this is our last episode of the year. I love that we're just realizing this. Um, yeah. This is a big deal. It's our last episode of 2022. We're coming back in 2023. <clears throat> I'm choking on something. Um, and when I say we, I mean Percy Bunsy Bears in her solo era. It's like Beyonce um, leaving Destiny's Child. And I think it's going to be great. So I'm going to have a good time, but I'm going to miss you guys. And I'll be back. I'll be back. She'll be back. And we're going to miss you too. The girl and girlies will always remember you. I will remember you. <laughs> I'm going to play You that. should make like an in memoriam for me. Yeah. <laughs> With That's that funny. song. And like a montage of it. <laughs> They're really, someone's really going to think you passed away, Sarah. We should not do that. That's actually really <laughs> funny, though. If you did it like halfway through my trip or something, you would yeah. make it obvious. Like, like you would literally, it would say like on a trip. On, like, on a trip. Yeah, that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> Who okay. can say where the road <laughs> goes? A little Enya. Yes. Persis, Merry Christmas. I love you so much. Thank you for doing another year of this with me. And I can't wait to see what 2023 has in store. (laughs) I'm just laughing. Why are you laughing at me? I'm laughing. I love you, Sarah. And good luck on your trip. Stay safe. I'm going to miss you. And I can't believe I'm doing this solo. Going to be, you know, taking over the podcast. But you deserve this trip. And I'm so proud of you for doing it. Thanks, Percy Buns. That means a lot. Love you. So, friends, for when this episode gets released, I mean, we're looking at Boxing Day, right? But Sarah and I really wanted to give a shout out to Maitri Ramakrishnan, who said earlier this month that she doesn't really do labels. So if you guys don't know who Maitri is, she is adorable. She is so fabulous and so talented. 
And she um, is the star of Mindy Kaling's Never Have I Ever. She plays the boy crazy Davy, and she's like trying to navigate her life growing up in like a South Asian household. Maitri was on Laverne Cox's E-series, If We're Honest, and she just opened up about her relationship with labels. And she said, I'm very much so a personality type of person. If you get that banter with me, you can read my face perfectly. I don't care if you're a boy, girl, or in between. You are my person, and you are just the package that the person comes in. I'm very much about the personality, and I don't really do labels for attraction. It's just someone who understands me. Oh, I love that. And I thought that was really great. She was saying that her dating life in real life, obviously, compared to Davey from the show, is um, a lot more mellow, a lot more right. tame. Mm-hmm. But it's not limited to dating men. And yes. just wanted to say, like, the more we hear about stories about people just coming out and, you know, basically saying, like, yeah, I'm not completely heterosexual. Like, I, I don't have a label, but I'm open to people is amazing. And my tree, just want to say love you. And you're from Mississauga. And just so many good things. I forgot she was from Mississauga. And then like, we cannot, we cannot um, skip over the fact that she is a young South Asian woman. And the more South Asian women we have openly talking about their sexuality in this way, like, the better. So thank you for being that representation for um, tons of little South Asian girls and boys and non-binary kids out there who are watching the show and feeling like they can love whoever they want to love. <laughs> I'm in a singing mood today. I always say this though, like if I was younger and I saw my tree say that, oh, oh baby. Game changer. Game changer. Yeah. You would have been, you would have been like, you would have figured some things out, I think. Oh, yeah. I would have. Oh, my God. So thank you. And we really want to have you on the show one day. We we are manifesting Maitri onto Girl on Girl. So Yeah. We DM'd you. We slid, like, right on into your DMs, Maitri. So if you are listening and, like, you haven't checked your message request, we're in there just waiting, patiently waiting. The Jeopardy theme song plays. Do, 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 do. Oh, not to be creepy. But um, Maitri, I actually saw you in person at the um, movie premiere for Wakanda Forever. You were there and I, you were right. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now she's not going to come on the pod. No, but, a lot of people saw yeah. you at that premiere. No, <laughs> come on the pod. Okay, well, I was at that premiere too, Maitri, and you were walking right in front of me and my friend Margot tapped me and was like, oh, my God, that's my tree. And I was like, uh, queen. That is so Absolute cool. Queen. Maybe you guys will, like, fall in love. Not to be creepy or anything, but hi. Maybe. I mean, hi. My name is Persis, and uh, I'm, I'm 27, and I'm looking for love. Yeah, and you guys can, like, just, you know, maybe you can guest star on the show. Also, the last thing I'll say in this in case you missed it, for anyone who doesn't know, Persis auditioned for the role of Davey in Never have I ever. I she did. She literally, I'm not, I'm not kidding. She auditioned and she didn't get the role. Maitri got it. So there's also some friendly competition. <laughs> that yeah. person's lost, lost. Oh, that was actually so fun. Just Guys, to reiterate. Like, full disclosure. I mean, I, I'm not an actor, right, at all. But it was so fun to even like put together a self-tape like that and do it. I was like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, and you got it professionally done by my sister's friend who's an actor and does self-tapes all, you know, with nice cameras and all that jazz. It was yeah. very exciting. I was very, very exciting. But my tree deserved it. And Persis, you will get your time in the sun. <laughs> I <laughs> this is me just trying to make my way to Netflix. So Netflix, if you hear if you uh if you hear me. Honestly. Screw Netflix. Mindy, if you hear me. Okay? Mindy. Because yes. Mindy, Mindy's creating stuff for for Crave. She's not just Netflix only. And she is she is the queen. She is the powerhouse. And she needs to know about you. Like, I'm so passionate about this. So, Mindy, if you're listening, like, who cares about 
what streaming platform, whatever platform Persis is on, which she will be a shining star. So just like get her on your next show. She needs to guest star on um, Sex Lives of College Girls and she will be Renee Rapp's like girlfriend for an episode or two or three or four for an entire season, like whatever you think is best. If you but need me to be like a recurring it? character. Exactly. I don't think that like, because we have um, the... Indian friend Bella but like why not have some more cute Indian girls on the show like why are we do we only have one Indian girl we can have more agreed and also Mindy I mean I had a little idea here gay Indian girl yeah hi hi oh my god I would love to play Renee's girlfriend Renee's also like so beautiful and cool so we've had some listeners reach out to us and be like you should interview Renee Rapp and we're like, obviously, <laughs> just, you know, I, I, cause guys, I love when you give us guest recos, but then it's like, we also have to like try and get convinced them to be on the show. So like, you know, put out some good juju for us. We're trying yeah. to get the, the, the crumb of the crop. We really are. We're trying, but I have faith. And Hey, Mindy, we love you. Maitri, we love you. Persis, I love you. Sarah, I love you. Merry Christmas and a happy, happy new year. <laughs> 